get busy when nobody wants to then get busy. Who's that? Name that tune. Are you with someone listening to this? Name that tune. Ready? I'm going to do it one more time. Get busy. And you know that you got to get busy in the car when you know. <laughs> Sean Paul, man. That guy ran the 90s or early 2000s. I think early 2000s. Who? Yeah, that's another one where you're like, dude, Sean Paul used to run that game. He had some hits. Get busy. Uh, we be burning. Um, the other one. You know, all these hits. I wonder if some of these guys honestly just make enough money after like eight hits where they're like, I'm good, dude. I'm done. I'm done going to all these festivals, performing. I want to hang back. I I have a secret passion, painting. I just want to paint, right? Some of these, it's, it's crazy when you find out that someone who is so good at something actually has a passion for something else. Right, like um, like Bo Jackson, one of the arguably most talented athletes of all time, retired now. He just likes to bow hunt, and I I don't know if it's because the word bow is in his name and it's a bow bow type situation, but I do think that's fascinating that someone could do something so good and not even be into it. You know what's uh, a good story of that? Or a good example is Andre Agassi. I'm reading his book right now, and it's it's insane that he, you know he's one of the best tennis players of all time, and he didn't even like tennis. That's what's so crazy to me, you know. It's and it's fascinating to think of how many people have tried. You know, you think about how many people for any professional sport dedicate so much time in their teens, their youth trying to get good, just trying to go pro, and they'll never make it, and they'll never make it, and then you have someone who's so talented and so good, who doesn't even, is not even really fully into it, and they make it, that's so crazy, but that's when, dude, that's when you realize that there's a whole different level out there, like, I would, I'd be curious to know of all the guys listening to this podcast, you know, we all had the dream at some point of making the NHL, every single Canadian boy at least if you played hockey, had that dream. And for, and for there was definitely a period in all of our lives where we thought maybe it might we might do it. Even if you played the highest division or the highest level, you thought maybe if I get good. And it's funny to there's one day you just wake up and realize you're like, "Jesus, I'm not even I'm not even close." Cuz even if you get to like the highest level, you always hear tales of like, you know, you play like AAA or whatever, right? And you feel like you're doing pretty good. There'll be some tale of like, did you ever hear about Mikey Windsprinter? And you're like, what? Who? And they're like, Mikey Windsprinter. And you're like, no, tell me more. They're like, oh, dude, Mikey Windsprinter scored 300 goals in 10 games. And you're like, what? In triple A? And they're like, yeah. And you're like, what does he do now? They're like, he works at Mr. Lube. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Cause that's how that's how high the level gets. Like there's dudes, there's guys I played hockey with who could score at will, at the highest levels, and then they make it to like the WHL or whatever. And then it's just you never hear from them. You're like Jesus. There's levels to this game, dude. But what I'm saying is my toenail fell off. That's all I'm trying to say. So my toenail, dude. My toe, man. I don't know what's been going on. Now listen, I've had a lot of toe issues this year, and I haven't talked about it. 
because there's a lot of stuff going on, you know, and I think given everything, maybe my toe is not the biggest deal in the world. (laughs) But what happened is my left toenail on my big toe turned purple back in like April. And that's when I first started running. It was, it was an issue of that. I had bad shoes when I first started and my toe turned purple. Then I got some good shoes that went away, but the toenail healing, dude, it takes so long. It's like rings of a tree. If you ever hurt your toenail, buckle up. You better hope you're not a foot model because you'll be out of work for a year. I literally tracked the healing of my toenail with the pandemic progress. Because it started off all bad, all purple, and it grows at about, you know, the same rate that the restrictions lifted up. And then somehow when the restrictions came back into place, my toe got extra purple again. I don't know. Maybe it knows. Maybe my toe is, maybe my toe is psychic. I don't know. It could be the biggest toe of all time. I don't know. (laughs) But anyway, now my right toe, I come home the other day, my right toe is purple. So I got all kinds of stuff going on. And it's just, dude, your toes, when you get a toe injury or like a, a nail injury, that is the worst. Oh, they hurt. You're standing on it every day. It feels like every piece of air, like every wind is just grabbing your toe, trying to take it off. I feel so bad for people who got, that's the worst torture to me, getting your nails ripped off. Ugh. But anyway, man, how uplifting is that for a Friday? Think about your nails getting ripped off, TJF. Think about getting tortured, TJIF. Now, quick update here. Got some information back on this noise complaint. Surprisingly, it was not my chicken smashing that caused the noise complaint from my neighbors. You got to go through all these channels to get through to the board, all this type of stuff. And I got the details back today. And apparently, the noises that are coming out of our house is they think that we are jumping. They think that we're running around. And the quote is it's shaking everything in their house. Shaking everything in their <laughs> Dude, I read that and I was just like, you can get mad or you can just laugh. Because I'm like, yeah, man, you might be able to hear the stairs. All right? It's a wood building. It's a wood frame. But to do to for someone to go, it's shaking everything. Oh, really? Really? Every time I brush my teeth, you have to go grab the glasses in your cabinet? Come on, dude. That's crazy. And again, like I said earlier, even if, dude, if my going down the stairs is shaking everything in your house, come over and say, hey, man, I don't know if you're aware of how jacked <laughs> your quads are, but your quads are so jacked that when you do the stairs, You're shaking my house. Now, because you presented it to me like that, you complimented a man in the only way you can with body mass. I would say, okay, man, thank you for letting me know. I will walk up very gingerly. But because whoever this was, and I know who it was, sent a little tattletale email tonight. Oh, baby. I'll be two foot hopping up those stairs. I'm going to be I'm going to bring my record player into the hallway. Put it right against the wall. Come on, man. That's ridiculous. I, mean, I can see if we're holding like a house party in here or if I really was just like doing some kind of weird workout up the stairs, I'd walk up the stairs. Maybe your house needs to get tougher. That shakes your house. Toughen up your house. 
glue that shit down. Come on, man. You can't handle a little walk up the stairs? What about if something really happens in life? That was like one time I was at Starbucks and this lady was getting green tea. And remember the lady was like, do you want one tea bag or two? And to me, the obvious answer is you get two. And she was like, I'll just get one. Two gets me too giddy. Dude. Dude, if I wish. I wish having two tea bags in a tea could get me hyper. That's crazy. You must have no tolerance for anything. Two tea bags? <laughs> could you imagine just being like super hyper, saying some crazy shit at a party, blacking out, people calling you the next morning like, dude, I can't believe what you did. And you're like, fuck, dude, I had two tea bags. <laughs> I was out of my mind. I should only had one tea bag. I don't know. It's the same thing that like when people get a hamburger and a salad. I'm like, come on. What are we doing here? We're doing hamburgers. You're doing a hamburger? Do the whole thing. Get them fries. Get the dirty fries. Get those dirty fries. Don't tease yourself. Don't go halfway. If you're going to do something, go the whole way. You're going to do a salad? Do the full salad. You're going to do a hamburger? You get those fries. Don't be living in this middle earth, which is Lord of the Rings. (laughs) Reference. Don't be living in Middle Earth and do a do a hamburger with a salad. That's so weird to me. But I will say this, and maybe this doesn't make any sense, given what I just said. I am very anti-gravy. They always want to bring gravy to you. And I'm like, gravy? For french fries? You got to have a little self-respect. I don't need gravy. I go, hey, listen. Listen. I know that I'm getting the double cheeseburger with the bacon. I know that I'm getting the Cajun fries, and I asked you if I could add bacon on top. But for some reason, I draw the line at the gravy. Because then I would really feel bad about myself. And I don't know what that is. That's one of those just places in life where you're like, I got to draw the line somewhere. Because you know, you know how it works. If you don't have it anywhere, it's like, yeah, let me get the burger. Let me get the Cajun fries. Yeah, bring on that gravy. Then you're snorting Coke. <laughs> I don't know. You got to have the line somewhere. That's all I'm trying to say, right? Be responsible. Just like those signs at the casino say. I love that they, they put those up as if those have any impact on anyone. And I get it. It comes from a good place, but it's like, you know, to put, especially when they put like drink responsibly on a Mickey, a fireball, you're like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's why someone's getting a Mickey of fireball. Because they're going to drink responsibly. Remember how they would put that grotesque pictures on packages of cigarettes? That's the only thing stopping anyone from smoking. Is not seeing these gross photos. Then again, why do I know about that? Why would I even know about that? I mean, these are good questions to ask, guys. This is a Friday podcast. And these are good questions to ask. Because I'm saying things. It's just like, you know... One time, I actually hid cigarettes in my brother's pocket as a prank. Because I knew that would drive my mom crazy. My mom had very strange, you know, just like my line with the gravy. You can do this, 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 but then I go, gravy? No. And my mom had the weirdest, some of the weirdest lines of what we were allowed to do when I was kids. I remember... 
that The Simpsons we were not allowed to watch because apparently that was violent. Huh? The Simpsons? But then again, we could run around with forks and play tag. <laughs> no, kidding. But she, there was something about smoking that she really, there was no leeway with that. And I'm actually glad. But I remember one time I hid uh, cigarettes in my brother's pocket. And my mom pulled them out of school. <laughs> Dude, I just found some loose cigs on the ground. As you do when you're a kid, you find these loose cigs. And I said, okay, I could either put these in the garbage. I could either leave them. Or I could plant them in my brother's sweatpants. And my mom, of course, did the laundry. She finds these. She drove to school and pulled him out. And, I mean, some say that might be the same day that he saw the alien. If you remember back to a couple episodes ago. Maybe that was his way of dealing with that. <laughs> and by the way, it wasn't until years later that we confronted my mom. We told her, like, that was a prank. He never actually smoked. She thought he, like, chain-smoked somehow in secret. You can't chain-smoke in secret. Right? It's like, it's the same thing with, like, trying to go to Subway in secret. You can cover it up, but when you, when you go to Subway or you chain-smoke and you show up somewhere... It's on you. People can smell it. You're not hiding any of that. You show up to the office after smoking or Subway, God forbid both, and people go, you just had a foot long a cig and a dart. That's what we like to say in uh, Canada. You just had a dart, bud. Anyway, there's one more thing. You know what I was thinking about today? And I know the last uh, episode was very bird heavy, but I was really thinking about today the fact that people have bird feeders. Oh, man. Is that one of the loneliest things ever? You just sit in your backyard. You put out you put out some seeds just hoping someone would come visit. And by someone, I just mean any bird. Please come out here. You don't even have your own pet. They can pe you want to have wild birds come? Hey, please. Come, just come over here and eat. <laughs> Everyone with a bird feeder, this is their story. This is their story. You go to their backyard, it's beautiful, right? They got a bird feeder. They might even have a bird bath. This is their story. They go, yeah, one time there was a bluebird. <laughs> and you have to go, oh, oh, that's cool. Um, How big was it? Oh, it's hard to tell because it was far away, but it's probably the size of like a fist, maybe three fists, maybe a dog. I don't know. It's just so beautiful. It was blue. <laughs> oh, that's why I really think that, man, you know what? I took the dog for a walk today and I saw the, the postal guy, the postman. Dude, that is the dream job. If you, if you won the lottery or whatever, that is the absolute dream job because you're still busy, you're still doing something, and you get to walk around outside all day and deliver letters. It almost seems like not a real thing. Like, I'm not, not, not in a disrespectful way, but it seems like when you watch um, shows as a child growing up, right, there's always like the fun, friendly postman. And that seems like that's what that is. It just makes me nostalgic of my of my youth. You know, when you're a kid, that's what it is. Like when you're a kid and you see TV shows, that's a job that you're like, that's fun. And then when you find out that's really a job, it seems so cool. I would love to just walk around. There's no stress. 
no pressure. You're out there breathing air every day, delivering things. People are excited to see you. They're always pumped. There's no protest against the post people. And I, I guess I should know what they're called. But the post person, you know the post person, the letter guy, the letter lady, the person bringing the mail. Dude, that is the best. You go to sleep every night and just think about, oh man, I can't wait to 1922. Can't wait to deliver another letter there tomorrow. They have no idea it's coming. That's fun. I mean, every now and then you get bit by some ravaged dog, but you go, you get your rabies shot and you're right back at it the next day. That does seem like one of those just friendly, fun jobs. And it makes me think of when I was a kid. When you're a kid and you watch TV, the jobs that are on TV for like kid shows is like, yeah, there's like the postman, there's like the train conductor, there's the police officer, fireman. That's it. There's the guy who bring, who builds model trains. That's a job. There's a pilot. Those are the jobs. When you see those in real life, you're like, no, that's fun. Those are fun. That's something a kid might actually want to do. That's something I want to do. That's always been the dream, dude. If I ever win the lottery, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to become like a post. Again, I should know. You know what? Let's just look it up real quick. Hold on. Yeah, it's called postal worker. And I'm embarrassed that I had to Google that. I just couldn't remember it. Yeah, dude, that would, I would love to do that. You just walk around a neighborhood. Drop off some letters. I would like to work for my own company, though. Like, not even the regular one. That way I don't have a deadline. I don't even have a quota. I don't want to have to... I don't want to have the pressure of, like, these letters have to get out today. I would love to have... Oh, my God. This is my dream. I have my own postal service where I wake up. I still put in the time. But I just deliver as many as I feel like. (laughs) I still get you your mail eventually. And I don't have a bad attitude, but I just deliver as many as I feel. And I put those around. Oh my God, I walk up and down. I meet the dogs, right? I'm friends with everyone in the community. People see me, they do the honk. The honk. They honk their horn. They go, there's the guy. There's there's Todd. He delivers letters. And the kids go, yay. And that's it. And some days I would do a lot. Some days I would do two to 300 letters. And some days if I'm... If I'm tired or I'm hungover, I do a one letter. Maybe some days I don't even do any letters. I just walk around aimlessly. That's the life. That is the ultimate life right there. You still have some type of a purpose, but it's very low stress. It's free. You're outside. Oh, what could be better? The only thing better would be if on your breaks, you could go and then just like do a yo-yo in the corner. That would be the most free. Do a yo-yo. You walk around. You hand out letters. I need a 20-minute break. I do a yo-yo. Sit in a hammock. Ugh. This is the most millennial thing ever, huh? That's what millennials like. We like to have work-life balance. That's the funniest thing with millennials is like, we're like, we want to work, but we just don't want to work. <laughs> and part of it is reasonable because some of the old-timers are like, you got to be in the office 100 hours. And they're like, for what? They're like, just to avoid your family. <laughs> But then some of the other offices, dude, I went into, I've done some corporates at like tech offices. It's insane. It's so cool. They have like hammocks hanging up. There's dogs and gerbils running around. They're like, yeah, we do whatever we want. And I'm like, I feel like somewhere in the middle, that's the right amount. And I think that's what, I think of being a postal worker, right? Out there. I guess I couldn't do it because of my bruised toenail. Damn, dude. As soon as my toe heals... Then I'm going to start delivering letters. I might start to, you know what? I don't have to wait for anyone to tell me. 
That's a good lesson in life. Don't wait for people to give you permission. Just start delivering letters. It's illegal to open people's mail, but not to just to give them mail. Oh, no, that might be illegal. Junk mail. But not if it's positive. What if it's just a compliment? What if I just walk around my community and I deliver letters that I steal from fortune cookies that give them positive things? I don't know. Anyway, man, I hope you guys enjoy Friday. Um, big weekend coming up. You know, going to be a lot of activities. What are you guys doing this weekend? You going to hit the pool party? You guys going to do a mosh pit? You guys going to uh, shake hands with people? <laughs> Same as it was before, huh? But I hope you guys have a good one. And uh, I will see you guys tomorrow. Happy Friday. Enjoy it. Sit back, relax, take some time off, man. See you guys on the weekend. Bye-bye.